0: clock, and welcome welcome to Mutiny Radio yeah. Comedy Workshop, yay. Yeah. We've got a great lineup for you tonight. I'm your guest host, standing in for Pam Benjamin, I'm Lauren Kraut, Scott who is on the board. Yeah. Woo, thank you. Scott who is doing the board, yay for him, yay. everybody gets four minutes you get the little thing at three and we're ready to start this show everybody give a warm welcome to the one the only the greatest of all time soon to be appearing at headlining at cobb's comedy club on sunday mother's day my friend the very funny pam benjamin yay
1: Keep it going for Lauren Crowd, our guest host. Hell yeah. Love you guys for being here. Exciting. I'm so lonely I masturbate to podcasts. That's true. It's been so long since I've been with anybody. I have not cleaned up the crash site. I have so many pubes. It's like I have a kitten in a headlock. You can pet it cute it it won't bite I was born in 1974 and I have the bush to match it is dank it is swampy no one can find Charlie So I named my clitoris Charlie you're all old enough to get the Vietnam reference which makes me very happy although I know I have abortions older than you that's a fact That's true look at you young beautiful I'm so old I have to use my reading glasses to pack my bong it's happening I'm a Monet a Monet I look real good from far away and then you get up close You're like dots slashes what is holding this image together Ketamine, ketamine is a lot of fun. I'm gonna skip that crowd work joke because none—I don't want to hit on any of your dads uh, going <laughs> on. I'm sorry, none of your, d- none of you look like you have dads that have pools in Walnut Creek, so I'm gonna skip this part of the crowd work section. San Franciscans, everybody, San Francisco proper. <laughs> yeah, there is a very San Francisco specific bus shelter ad happening right now that's getting me pretty hot have you seen smoky the bear Smokey the bear on the bus shelter ads yeah with his sexy bear chest, all hairy and his stacked bear arms looking like the newest member of the village people smoky the bear pants no shirt okay yogi the bear shirt no pants You're too young to get the Yogi the Bear reference. Pooh Bear, Pooh Bear, shirt, no pants. Paddington Bear, fully clothed, suspenders, a jaunty hat, bear with me. Charmin Bear, completely naked, but shit indoors. Does a bear shit in the woods? Apparently not. Where was this commercial filmed? Clearly not in San Francisco. People shit in the street here. I don't know where bears shit. The only naked bear I've ever seen on a toilet is Cocaine Bear. And that's the nickname of the Coke dealer in the bathroom of Moby Dick's in the Castro. (laughs) That's Cocaine Bear. Don't tell him Pam sent you. I owe him 40 bucks. (laughs) Pro tip, pro tip. (laughs) If you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. Gross children, you've been rubbing them on your gums like cretins. It's 2023, get with the times, Neanderthals. Smoke that shit. All right, thank you guys for being here tonight. I've been Pam Benjamin. Keep it going for your host, Yay, Lauren ben Crowd. Yeah. Yay, Pam Benjamin,
0: Yay, Pam Benjamin. Thank you. Your next comedian—he's a real com- uh, up-and-comer—and he's going to be in the Cobb Show also on Sunday. Give it up for Josh Catsky. Thank you very much, Lauren. That's right. I
2: am an up-and-comer. I jerk off before breakfast. <laughs> ha. Uh, what are you? What are you drinking? That's a good point, that non-alcoholic drink. No Bud Light for you. You boycotting Bud Light? No? If any of you guys don't know what's happening, if you don't read the news, you talk over me, I kill you! Hi. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm not good at crowd work. We're gonna deal with it. Uh, if you don't know what's going on in the world, there's a bunch of homophobes boycotting Bud Light because they put the gay pride flag on cans of Bud Light, which I think is kind of ridiculous, right? Like, doesn't everybody already know Gay men prefer Bud Light. And lesbians prefer Bush. Uh, I have lactose intolerance. My girlfriend suffers greatly. I'm terrified she's gonna break up with me over it. I'm terrified, I ask her every day. I'm like, you gonna break up with me? You gonna break up with me? This last time, she snapped. I'm like, you gonna break up with me? She's like, Josh, stop asking. Breaking up with you is the last thing I want. So it's on her list. She just has some chores to do first, you know? I hope she doesn't break up with me though because I love her and because I can't afford my marina apartment without her and because I have no idea how to be single again. Like, I don't know how to flirt. I've never been good at flirting. When I was in college, I was in this fraternity and every week we'd have parties. Every week I'd hit on girls. Every week I'd get rejected. End of my senior year, this girl comes up to me She's like, Josh, thank you so much for having us. It's, it's just so nice to be somewhere where the guys aren't all just trying to sleep with us. I'm so bad at flirting, I accidentally turned my fraternity into a safe space for women. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a Jewish person. Uh, I used to get bullied for it a ton, especially in middle school. Uh, my bullies would play this fun little game that they called Jew hunting. I know. Jew hunting, if you don't know, is where you take a nickel and you roll it down the sidewalk. And when someone picks it up, you found yourself a Jew. And I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to be like, ah, Jews are cheap. But you know what's really cheap? Only using a nickel. If you're going to make someone's life hell, the least you can do is pay a livable salary. Um, yeah, I just feel like there's a lot of this, like, weird racism and bigotry that doesn't really make sense like that. Like, if you guys know about the Asian hate stuff, there's all these racists who blame all Asian people for COVID, and then they're just attacking these people in the middle of the street in broad daylight. They're punching these folks in the face, and that's horrible. But it also makes no sense because how are you so racist? You blame all Asians for COVID, yet not racist enough to assume they know kung fu. You should be terrified of attacking these people. You don't get to just pick and choose your favorite stereotypes, right? Like there's the, what's the other ridiculous one with Asian folks is that Asians can't drive, right? I mean, that one, I mean, that one's true, but uh, Asians can't drive, which is funny because you know who else can't drive is Mexicans and white people and black people and Jews and Christians and men, women, nobody knows how to drive. Really the only equality we have in this country is that if you're on the road next to me, I hate you. I honestly think the official flag of San Francisco should just be an ethnically ambiguous Tesla driver going the wrong way down a one-way street and then crashing into one of those self-driving Waymo cars. (laughs) And then on the very bottom of the flag in big bold letters, sponsored by Bud Light. All right, thanks for your time, guys. (laughs)
0: Woo! Josh Gatsby, everybody! Yay! All right, your next comedian, Very Funny Young Man, plays all over the Bay Area. Please give it up for Daniel Lewis!
3: All right, thanks for for calling me, young man, Lauren. That's awesome. It's a distinct (laughs) pleasure that I don't often have a chance to enjoy. Thank you for being older. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you, Lauren. What's up? You know what's interesting? I was thinking about this because um, uh, I'm 47. My girlfriend is uh, 16 years younger than me, and uh, it's kind of interesting how uh, it, the way we look at it differently with that Dave, that you know, that age difference over time. You know, like well, actually, like I was recently I take a ba- take a step back. That's not how I wanted to start that joke. Thank you. Ah, uh, yes. Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was uh, going to start like this. I was going to go – this is actually true. We were having a conversation the other day with some of her friends and stuff, and I was talking about high school and stuff, and I was talking about – and I happened to mention it was in 1992 when something happened, you know. And she goes, yeah, I was one. That just felt really weird, you know. Just to imagine, like, being back in 1992, if you just pointed at a baby and said, you know, you're going to have sex with that person, I'd be like, "Ew, that's gross, you know. But it's opened my mind, you know, you never, you never know how life is going to go. So now when I see a baby, I'm just like, I don't know, maybe. Who knows? That's why I wanted to start joking. But she is 16 years younger than me. And uh, it is funny, like the way that age difference over time, the way it looks like, you know, obviously one and 17. That's disgusting. You're horrific. You should go to jail. 17 and 33 is like, uh, that's disgusting, uh, but somewhat more understandable than the first one. 18 and 34 technically okay but fuck you. But the way we are now 32 and 47 everyone's like possibly frowned upon but it seems like it's fine. When we're when she's 76 and I'm 92, people are going to be like, "Oh, that's lovely. That's wonderful." When she's 92 and I'm dead, suddenly it's going to be a big huge disgusting thing again. Anyway, <laughs> just wanted to bring that up. Uh anyway, she has a birthday coming up, and it's the first time I have to buy a birthday gift. you got to be careful with that first gift. You know, you don't want to go too large on the first gift. You want it to be nice but not too nice because that's your baseline for the whole rest of the relationship. can't go below that anymore. You don't want to fuck that up like Vincent Van Gogh did. I don't know if you know Vincent Van Gogh. He cut off his ear, right? What they don't tell you is that he wrapped it in a piece of cloth, and he gave it to this prostitute that he liked. Guys, that's a rookie move. That is way too big of a first gift. Come on, Vincent. Maybe start with some toenail clippings or something. You know? That's a lose lose gift, huh? She might be disgusted, right? But even worse, she might like the ear. Now what's she gonna want next year, you know? Oh, a bathrobe. I remember when you used to give me ears. <coughs> thank you, <laughs> thank you. I almost said Pam. I'm sorry. Force of habit. I went to this, uh, I went to this uh, ice cream shop the other day. Uh, it was after dinner. You're going to clap for ice cream? I love ice cream. You can go ahead and clap because I saw you were going to clap for it. Ice cream is amazing and I love it. I eat it all the time. I eat it after meals, you know, like sometimes I'll have just like a little bit of ice cream. I'm not hungry, but I just want some ice cream. So I went to this ice cream shop, but they fooled me into buying too much ice cream because of the sizes. They had large, medium, and child size. I just felt weird going in there being like, one child, please. I don't want to say, I don't even want to say child size, you know. I don't want to say the word child at all for something that I'm going to lick to completion in the next hour. Just seemed weird. But they shamed me into buying a medium. And I realized, I'm going to open up uh, an ice cream shop. It's going to have two sizes, extra large for $28. Or if you want a little bit, registered sex offender size. That's what I'll call it. Anyway, it doesn't work, but, uh. I don't have time for anything else, but uh, thank you guys for listening. For me, uh, thank you very much. Appreciate it.
0: Dan Lewis, everybody, give it up, Dan Lewis! Yay! Yay! Thank you. Your next comedian—is he here? Yes. Very. You're also a very funny young man. Please give it up for Johnny Nutson.
4: going for Lauren. Oh. Woo! <laughs> All right, yeah. I feel like I look like the kind of guy that like isn't allowed to buy Sudafed from Walgreens. <laughs> They're like, "Sorry, buddy, you're maxed out." I'm like, "Come on!" No, I can buy Sudafed for the record. <laughs> I did wake up today, and I uh, I woke up, so that was a, a positive, I guess. It'd be weird if this was a dream. I woke up and I had a boner and a dead arm, you know, and that was uh, I thought I was dying. <laughs> that was very scary. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> We got a uh, two to one uh, female to male audience. I'd say that's pretty rare. And, um, right? That's the right ratio, right? (laughs) Maybe it's it's two to two. Okay, well, uh, that was very confusing, you know? Because I feel like you're not supposed to sacrifice arm blood for penis blood in your sleep. But um, you probably are, I don't know. I don't know. I think it was something sexy, though, because I think my body was like, well, I mean, we've never used the left arm ever, so surely we can sacrifice it. Yeah, all right. People always ask me if I have an accent, you know? I, don't know. I don't think I have an accent. I think I'm just dumb. It's just what I sound like. <laughs> it's a weird question to get. Like, I don't. I don't think so. Maybe. I did do a 23 me though, and it turns out you're not supposed to come into the vial. They want your, they want your spit. So, uh, when in doubt, don't jack off in the test tubes. <laughs> Unless you want a baby test tube style, then you should probably be jacking off in test tubes a lot, maybe. I got my results back, and it turns out that uh, all my ancestors did meth. So that was uh, a positive. (laughs) I've been seeing these driverless cars around, you know. I saw one the other day, there was no one in it. Craziest thing, no one in the driverless car. But it was just blaring that song, Promiscuous, by Nelly Furtado. Like, who was listening to this fantastic music right now? I was. I started listening to it. I started following it, you know. I'm trying to get hit by one of these cars. That's my big goal for the next year. So I think there'll be a lot of money to be made. A lot of money. But then I think about it, like who's gonna win? This like mega million dollar company or like an alcoholic dude with a ketamine problem. They're like, we have footage of you launching yourself at the Waymo's across Masonic at 3 AM. No, you don't. <laughs> Fucking prove it. No. <laughs> yeah. You guys are imaginable then like I feel like in uh, Like, these cars, they have too cute of names, though. You know, I don't get them. Like, you you, you drive past these cruises, they got names like, you know, like, Cuddles or, like, Cupcake. You know, it's too cute. Kind of pissing me off. Like, I want to go to, like, a conservative city, you know, where there are driverless cars around. Because I feel like the names would be, like, Fuckface, Libtard, (laughs) Four More Wheels, (laughs) something stupid. Um, All right. I feel like uh, January 5th gets a bad rap here. I'm going to switch here. Stay with me. er, fuck. I fucked up the joke. Well, I feel like January 6th gets a bad rap, because if anything, January 5th was much more, was much worse, you know? because There's just a bunch of dudes that look like me, being like, we doing this? It's like, we're fucking doing it. Yeah. This is the planning day. <laughs> and all planning days are much worse than the actual days, if you ask me. Yeah. Hey, Emily. <laughs> I got the horn. <laughs> I got about 20 seconds left. And uh, I'm just trying to think. You're supposed to write, people. So uh, <laughs> you're supposed to write new jokes. And um, it's Friday. <laughs> I'm, I'm becoming the guy that's like known as skin. <laughs> it's, it's very weird. Yeah, you don't want to be a skinhead. People always think I'm a skinhead, which is a weird thing. But I think it makes me look more intimidating than I am. But that's going all my time give it up for lauren thank you lauren
0: yay johnny nudson yay okay keep going for your next comedian
5: very funny young man here he comes gd hey guys hi check 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 happy friday everyone Uh, i'm done with life i think (laughs) all these girls in san francisco and i'm still single In the last five months, uh, I've interacted with a lot of different uh, girls. Um, I spoke to some Mexican girls, tried to impress them. Didn't work out. All the Mexican boys are better looking than me. I spoke to some black girls. Most of them are taller than me. And (laughs) the ones who are shorter are super confident, very strong. And they're just straightforward. Deny. No! (laughs) My favorite uh, interactions are with the white girls. 15 minutes into the conversation, they give you a number. Have you seen that? White girls are so polite and they very politely ghost me. I take their number, I go home, I text them, and it's like I'm talking to myself. These white guys, I hate them, man. I love them, actually. They are polite, they are very polite sensible, well-behaved, but man, they are good-looking, man. When I am on the dating site, I have to write poetry <laughs> and professionally shot photos. White guys just take a selfie and their bio says six feet one. They get matches. Uh, it's a good culture. I am from India. Not, not a good culture. If you ever get a chance to go to India, think about it. But if you really... <laughs> Really have to go, just go, travel, and come back, man. Don't learn, don't try to learn, it's fucked up, dude. Americans are... I know you have your own problems, I know. I know you <laughs> you have your own troubles. But you have something called manners, etiquette. Americans are so chilled out, have you noticed, you introduce your girlfriend to, a, to an American person, all they will ask is, where did you guys meet? Or how's it going? Try introducing your girlfriend to an Indian person. When are you getting married? Ooh. (laughs) uh, Privacy is not yet discovered in uh, India, I think. Interference is is their hobby. It's like a pastime, interfering in. Obviously, you will know when I'm getting married. Why do you wanna know now? Are you a caterer? Joke was funny, accent is fucked up, man. Caterer, (laughs) that's what I'm trying to say. Again, I'm not trying to cheer on you, but I'm just saying Americans have that chilled out attitude. Like they have some some sense of security. Have you noticed that? Um, Indians, no matter how much money they earn, how much money we make, we are still, we have that hustle. Like I want to earn money from here. I want to have a job. Then I do a part-time job. Then I go to stand-up comedy. Then I work at Safeway. (laughs) Never ends. No matter how rich I am. Isaac Newton? An apple falls on the ground. He thinks. He discovers gravity. If he was Indian, just take the apple, send it to India. (laughs) Fuck gravity, my kids are hungry. (sighs) Uh, All right, happy Friday. Thank you. Thank you, GD. Everybody, give it up for GD.
0: Yay. Okay, your next comedian is Emily Rudolph, everybody. Very funny young lady.
6: Hey, guys. Wow, there's music and everything today. Pretty cool. Um, let's see. I couldn't decide what I wanted to do for you guys today. I So recently, um, my doctor asked me, I was at a doctor's appointment, and uh, he asked me if I had been incorporating a balanced breakfast into my day and uh i was like yeah of course i have a balanced bowl every morning half indica half sativa with a sprinkle of keep on top uh <laughs> did any of you guys watch love is blind yeah did you like it uh, just like the the train wreck parts right that make you feel better about your life same same um i actually fast forward through like the good parts where they're like falling in love i'm like just get to the part where like everything falls apart that's all i want to watch and I, like, the show frustrates me, right, because I think that Love is Blind is taking credit for uh, an experiment that they haven't actually done yet. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see Love is Blind with actual blind people just stumbling around in the dark, feeling each other's faces, reaching for love. (laughs) Like, fuck it, you guys. Let's do Love is Blind on the spectrum. I think that would be netflix's best special yet honestly um i just got back from seeing my family yeah nobody applauds for that uh, thank you yes <laughs> <laughs> everyone feels the same way um i was born and raised in uh phoenix arizona uh which means that i have a fox news dad and um <laughs> what that means is that my dad says ridiculous shit all the time Like last time I went home, I told my dad I'd I'd back his truck uh, into the driveway for him. And as I turned the key, right, Tucker Carlson just came blasting through the speakers, yelling about how abortion causes COVID. I just added that part recently, and then Tucker Carlson got fired. And I was like, God damn it, Tucker Carlson ruins fucking everything. Um, (laughs) But yeah, my dad just says ridiculous stuff all the time. He's done it my whole life. It's one of my favorite things. And um, I... (laughs) Ooh, I, I messed that up. I haven't done this one in a little bit. Um, I remember Okay, so when I was a kid, um, we would go on vacation every summer in Southern California. And one year, I was uh, packing up the car with my dad, and we were getting ready to head home. And I looked up at him. My dad's big, he's terrifying. He's 6'7, 300 pounds. He's never got any expression on his face. And I was like, Dad, I love it here the beach, the sound of the ocean. I don't want to go home. And he's looking down at me, you know, just scary. He's th- got the cigar, and he's like, "Stay, then. You can sell your body to survive." So now I sell feet pics on OnlyFans, and I've been giving comedy a try, which is cool. Um, no, I don't sell feet pics. I wish I did; I'd make a lot more money. But um, when I go to home to visit my <laughs> when I go home to visit my parents, thank you, Lauren. When I visit, I like to pretend that I sell feet pics, right? <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to the store with my parents or like s- be in line at Starbucks or something, and I have the Shopify app on my phone for work, and so when we get a sale, my phone will go cha-ching, and I've started just yelling, OnlyFans! Wherever we are, um, my family really loves it. So, yeah, I think I'm going to end it there, guys. Thank you. <laughs>
0: yay, Emily Rudolph!
6: Yay!
0: Okay, you next comedian, very funny young man. All <laughs> Please give it up for Raphael Wolfgang.
7: Hey, Mutiny. How we doing, guys? Fuck yeah. Uh, saw a little crowd here tonight. Um, so I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day, and uh, he's rich. You know what I mean? I got one of, one of my rich friends. And rich people spend money on really stupid shit. It really pisses me off. He was telling me the other day about the subscription he has for this uh, audio porn website. Have you guys heard of this? You guys know. Some of you guys know. Okay, for those of you who don't, it's 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 just it's like normal porn, but without the video. It's just the audio. He is pays a subscription for this. Sh- I'm like, just close your eyes. Just close your fucking eyes, dude. What the hell are you doing? He goes, no, no, no. It's great. It's great. It's produced to be audio porn, and there's no video. You don't need the video. It's just the audio. You can just let your imagination take over. So I tried it. I went and tried some audio porn, and all I could imagine was just a fully clothed voice actor in a recording studio, just faking an orgasm for money, you know, just like, <laughs> trying to make ends meet. And she's like, it's for the kids, it's for the kids. Oh, uh! <laughs> <Well>, Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's fucking weird. The other bullshit thing about it too is I live in an apartment complex, right? So I listened to, I was listening to the audio porn and then I turned it off and I was like, wait, why do I still hear the audio? And I realized, oh my God, this is my, na- I can hear my neighbors fucking right now. What the fuck is going on? So why on earth would I, why Why would anyone want to listen to just a fully clothed voice actor in a recording studio faking an orgasm I, when you could listen to a real woman in her bedroom genuinely faking an orgasm to keep her marriage together, you know? the same thing, it's for the kids, it's for the, ah! <laughs> Anyway, Anyway, uh, I was on chat GPT recently. Is anyone else freaking out about this this AI revolution we're having right now? It's fucking scary, dude. It's freaking me out because this GPT, this, this AI is starting to do everything. They're they're, they're drawing, the, you know, they're they're becoming artists. You know, they can they can replace artists. They can replace writers and programmers and shit. It's fucking terrifying. And it's like it's weird because it's like the only thing that humans can do that AI can't is be racist. Are you fucking kidding me? That's it. That's all we have. That's the only job that you can just be a cop or a comedian that's it that's those are the only two things you can be i'm glad my job is safe but who am i kidding this isn't a fucking job i'm <laughs> not making any money off of this at all you're going to have to be a cop fucking if you're like 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 artists are going to have to start drawing racist caricatures again it's going to be awful dude it's terrible i uh it's not quite there with the comedy though yet i asked i asked Ch- chatgpt to write me a joke and this is what it said it said a uh, um it said, uh, "What was it? Is uh, why can't you trust atoms? Because they make up everything, ah, Yeah, it's not even original. Yeah, and and also I was thinking, like you could have easily replaced atoms with white people. <laughs> Would have been a way for or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> whatever you think. You know, it's, it's it's a fucked up. We're we're gonna be living in a fucked up future here pretty soon." It's going to be impossible to tell AIs from normal people. Like, you're going to be solving a capture one day, and it's like, are you a robot? And he's like, no, and he goes, what do you think about the Jews? like, oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, no. I mean, I'm not racist, but shit, I got to get to Pornhub somehow. My God, I haven't masturbated in weeks. All right, guys, you guys have been great. That's my time. Give it up for your host, everybody. Woo!
0: Yay! Raphael Wolfgang, everybody. Yay! Okay, your next comedian is, where is she? She's a very funny young lady, and she plays all over. Please give it up for Rachel Pinson.
8: Yeah! Oh, wow, there's people behind me. Keep it going, you guys. Keep it going for Lauren. Yes! Yeah, keep it going for Mutiny Radio. Yeah! Keep it going if you've ever used a, a toilet seat cover as emergency toilet paper in a public bathroom. Yeah! Yes, you have, of course. Yeah, all right, keep it going if you ever cough so much you shit yourself in a room full of people. Yeah, cool. Now keep it going if you ever forgot that your Bluetooth was on in the living room and you are watching porn in your bedroom and all your roommates heard it. Yeah, all right, cool. Now keep it going if you love Lauren Kraut. Ah, yeah, all right. Now keep it going if you didn't write any material for this but you showed up on the stage anyway. Yes, yes, topical, topical. Politics, politics, yes, topical t- humor. Topical humor, my life, my tragedy, my penis. <laughs> my penis, oh my God, are you, are you right? Am I right, am I right? My penis, am I right? Oh my God, you guys know what it's like to have a penis? It is hilarious, let me tell you. Are we all picturing my penis right now cuz that's what <laughs> I wanted. I wanted everyone in this room to be picturing me and my penis. Lauren, especially you, are you picturing my penis double? All right, good. We're good. All right, topical, topical. Politics. All right, I was uh driving down the road the other day and I saw someone getting roadhead <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my god. What? How inconsiderate, you know, like, why? Why are they not using the carpool lane? Like, that Uh. is, there's at least two of them. There's at least two of them. They could be using the carpool lane. Uh, All right, I found out recently. uh, Oh, hi. Hey, Hey, give it up if you're online and you're watching this streaming. I found out that uh, one of my exes, I'm like super cool with my exes. I don't know if you are, but if you're not, you're probably a piece of shit. But uh, because I'm not, I'm pretty close with my exes. It's weird, I know. But too close, actually. Uh, my ex came up to me and was like, hey, I just wanted you to know, I've been inviting my Tinder dates to your comedy shows. I hope you don't mind. And I'm like, oh my God, like, what? <laughs> like, nothing says I'm over you. Like, hey, you remind me of my ex. She's so funny. You want to come to where she works and, like, just watch her do her thing? Like, come on, let's go. It's not working out for him. I don't think it... But it is kind of like... I was like, do I mind? Yes. Keep inviting people. Be like, yeah, come on. (laughs) Are any of them here? All right, no? Okay. (laughs) Uh, I love drugs. Um, Internet, I love drugs. It's, like, listen... It's a higher form of being a human. Okay, I got the the Hong Kong. So uh, let me let me just end this. I have to stop smoking weed, guys. I have to stop smoking weed. and It sucks. It's giving me stoner indo- do- <laughs> <laughs> induced OCD. Like I go to leave my house, I'm like, do I have my keys? Do I have my wallet? Do I have my phone? Do I have my keys? Do I have my wallet? Do I have my phone? Does Becky really love me? Like do I have my keys? Well, why did I say that to my mom? Like, my keys, my wallet, phone. All oh right, the locked lock the door? Did I lock the door? Do I got to make sure I have the keys? for oh, I locked door? And I forgot. Like, oh man, I forgot something. What I forget. I forgot the baby. I forgot it. I forgot the baby, but it's okay because it wasn't my baby. And I don't have one. All right. I started strong, ended weak, and that's the way my Friday is going. Yay, Rachel
0: Pinson! Okay, very funny, Rachel. I love that all right great thank you your next comedian i'm not sure if she's here is Kavita here no no Kavita. okay we'll go to the wait list we have ariel is she here yes give it up for ariel management <laughs>
9: I usually don't use my last name because it's like too tough to pronounce. I usually just say Ariel like the mermaid because everyone at Starbucks can get that right. Okay. Um, Any of y'all single? Single? Ready to mingle? Are you out on the apps? No? No? We don't like the apps? I don't blame you. I feel like everyone who's on the apps goes through like phases of deleting and then re-downloading because It's kind of hard to meet people in person these days, so the apps is just kind of the default. Um, But we've seen this trend on Netflix, right, where everybody is watching these matchmaking shows. We've got three seasons out of Indian Matchmaker, and now we have Jewish Matchmaker, too. So I think maybe matchmaking is maybe gonna make a resurgence, that should be interesting maybe we'll bring back dowries too <laughs> um, I think that matchmakers are for people who are too lazy to do their own marketing so on if you've ever watched the indian matchmaker show i watch it religiously obsessed she basically creates these she has the the people who are doing the matchmaking create these profiles called biodatas they're the same thing as a dating profile and then she collects them all into her database, which is just like the database that any app has of everybody who's out there dating. And then she looks for keywords, kind of like an SEO search. Interesting. So she presents the, her, little can- her candidates with different bio datas and has them say, oh, this person has enough keywords on their profile. What does this remind you of? Like, kind of like job searching? Yeah, huh, interesting. Um, so yeah, if you wanna do your own marketing using apps, you can, you can be your own matchmaker. You can optimize your lead gen process using better content strategy. Who thinks that sounds like a fun idea? Use those those big data skills. Use your tech skills to optimize your dating life. <laughs> I used to do something like that. I mean, back when I was dating on the apps. Uh, my target demographic was rich guys. <laughs> so what I would do is some market research. I would, and growing up in Palo Alto, this was pretty pretty easy to do, like, there's just kind of a lot of rich people around, so you just kind of observe the people around you and see, oh, here's the, things, here's the things they like to do, here's where they like to hang out, here's what they're into. And yeah, I would try to align my keywords on my profile, my pictures, with whatever they were into. So optimizing my own profile to get a rich guy The problem with that is at some point, (laughs) they expect you to be this (laughs) Pilates-loving, travel-obsessed, fine-dining connoisseur that you have portrayed yourself to be, and that may or may not be actually who you are. So, I am now in Gold Diggers Anonymous. I'm a recovering gold digger. I go to Gold Diggers Anonymous meetings, and it's a really positive support community where we celebrate each other's wins. We clap for each other every time one of us fucks a poor guy. We bring cake whenever one of us dates a guy who has student loans, and we have a whole damn party when someone marries a guy who doesn't have a trust fund. (laughs) It's a good time. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. I appreciated the laughs. Yay, Ariel. On the
0: apps. Yay! The next your next comedian is a very funny guy. And he you can see him around town. Making with the funny. My one of my very favorites. Please give it up for Spencer Devine.
10: Okay. Um, Purely a hype comedian, so it's gonna be like four to five minutes, right? Of this. Woo! Ah, ah. Okay, so I wrote this stupid character and I'm gonna I'm gonna do it because this isn't for you, it's for me. These are these are my dreams. You just came along for the ride. You could pull something if you don't stretch. That's true for all activities. So don't judge me. What if it was just four <laughs> minutes? just the rest. Okay, here we go. Mm from the land before time and he's a Taurus killed a man in San Diego it's Brad the Brachiosaurus hey what's going on everybody it's me Brad the Brachiosaurus the scientists like to call me a long neck but I'd prefer if you don't because that's racist hey who here's a child of average two parents two christmases what's up they said the brachiosaurus had a brain the size of a walnut but back in my day walnuts were huge so don't fucking judge me Uh, why uh, end of character why are people afraid of crows okay they're uh i don't get it if people see a crow and they're like oh i gotta i gotta go around (laughs) It's a bird, okay? It's a slightly larger than average bird. Still a bird. Imagine how much less frightening the movie would have been if it was Alfred Hitchcock Presents Bird. You know, this is a man. who is a one bird. He throws an Alka-Seltzer. The bird explodes, okay? I don't fear things that have the same weakness as mild heartburn, not not one of my top fears. And people are like crows can remember your face. Okay, they see you once, and the next time they see you, they'll remember your face. Is that a threatening quality now? I, like I didn't know to look out for that. Like the the teller at Wells Fargo remembers my face. He's like, Welcome back, Mr. Divine. Not today, murderer! Uh, which is a great tag because a murderer is a group of crows. Don't think too much about it. Uh, some people say that crows are psychic. And I say, That's so Raven. What's up? So, crows can learn human language, though. They can learn things that if you repeat them. So, I want to get a warehouse full of crows, okay? And I want to teach them to say, "Do a kickflip," and then I'll just release them into the city. It's like Freebird for dad bands, like you. The escape for a skateboarder. It's like you have to do it to prove that you can do it. Uh, I once taught a child two things. Uh, The first was, guess what? Chicken butt. Fucking classic. Fucking comedy staple. Teaching the future generation quality comedy. The second was to yell, do a kickflip at people riding a skateboard. Uh, I thought it was fucking hilarious because he caught right onto it. And then he took it fucking further than I ever imagined. He, the uh, fucking, an electric skateboard came back, do a kickflip. Oh, that's hilarious. He can't do that. He's a product of the machine. And then, he fucking yelled it at a bicycle. Do a kickflip. And he was so confused. And I shit myself Enjoy. Uh, officially, I'm an uncle. Uh, uh, the not related to me, but, you know, teach through education. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh one impression. Uh this is my impression of a speak and spell having a bad day. F you okay, thank you. That's been my time. Spencer yeah. Devine.
0: Spencer Devine! Yay! Be wary of crows. Okay, give it up for your next comedian, very funny guy, Lucas Larson.
11: Very happy music, hell yeah, okay. Um, I've been working out for a while. I don't believe it either. And I've realized that while working out might, I say might, improve your health, it definitely comes at the cost of decreasing your personality. (laughs) Like, If you go to the gym, you might lose 20 pounds, but you also might lose 20 friends. (laughs) Like I've never met anyone who wants to also talk about working out, eating healthy, and protein shakes. Hell yeah, protein shakes. (laughs) Don't worry. Uh, How well this is going, I am blaming on the fact that I go to the gym, okay? (laughs) Um, I have a human wife somehow, she's very real, (laughs) I tricked the algorithm, (laughs) and uh, she's European, very real. We argue about how to measure things. For example, she's European, so she uses the 24-hour clock, or as we call it, military time. And I'm American, so I'm just really shocked that we don't use something called military time. I have another tag on that one. Okay, so 24-hour clock, real surprised. And I'm American, so we use the 12-hour clock, which I prefer because I cannot count above 12. Okay, not sure which one's better. Okay. We also argue about how to weigh things, like, she's European, so she uses kilograms. Uh, She's like, when you step on a scale with kilograms, you see a lower number than a scale with pounds. And I'm American, so I'm like, uh, actually, we're going for the high score. (laughs) Something about the gym, next joke, okay. (laughs) Um, we also argue about how to measure dates. So she's European, so she puts the, d- uh, the day and then the month. I'm American, so I put the month and then the day, and uh, that means we only agree 12 times a year. <laughs> um, she's very real, grew up in Spain. Her primary language is Spanish. <laughs> I recently went to her parents' house and uh, they said hola, because I'm bilingual. <laughs> and then uh, they immediately turned around and started speaking harder Spanish words to the cat. <laughs> and I'm like, that's ridiculous, the cat doesn't speak Spanish. <laughs> I started speaking English to the cat. The cat did not like that. I'm like, wow, the cat. I did not know there were Spanish cats that hated learning English. He's very real. Okay. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Uh, give it up for Mutiny Radio and Warren Kraut. Thanks for hosting.
0: Yay. Lucas Larson, everybody talking to cats in two languages. You can do it too. All right, your next comedian, please give it up for the very funny
12: Jack Wyler. I wasn't ready? I wasn't ready. I thought it was cat. It was cat. No, no, oh, okay. Is here? Yeah, she's here. No, you want you want to switch here. now? No, I'm just kidding. Um I uh, a little bit about me my my I'm 8th Italian, which means my great grandmother was 100% racist, she, uh, she she, met my ex-girlfriend, and she said, oh, he's pretty for an oriental. I was like, grandma, he's not pretty for an oriental. She's not pretty. Um, yeah. She, uh, she also would say weird shit. She'd be like, Obama ate dogs in India. And at that point, I was like, I think I got to just put you down, grandma. Like... <laughs> She was an alcoholic. I, I figure I could just call up some woke humane society in San Francisco and be like, yeah, she's eight shots deep of Crown Royale. I think two more will just push her over the edge. It'll be easy for you guys. Okay. Now you guys are just think I'm an asshole. Yeah. My uh, my grandma would also call me a pinko, which apparently means communist. Uh, she could have just called me gay. I think that's what she was going for. Yeah. My, uh, my parents used to always, I think, think I was gay when I was growing up. They'd be like, oh, meet any nice ladies or men, whatever floats your boat. And I get that they were trying to be inclusive. Uh, there was a punchline there, but I forgot it. That's okay. Yeah, no, I, I get why, though, because growing up, like, I was really obsessed with trying to be Zac Efron because he was dating Vanessa Hudgens, who I really loved, uh, but it just looked like I was in love with Zac Efron. <laughs> Because I'd buy the, like, uh, the, like, teen, the teen Tiger Mom or whatever. Not Tiger Mom. <laughs> the the Tiger Beat, like, magazines. Because uh, it had Vanessa Hudgens in it. But the cover would just be, like, a picture of Zac Efron without his shirt. And my parents would be like, yeah, you, yeah, you seem gay, kid. But, okay. I fuck with the gays, to quote Jared Senna. Um, yeah, I, uh. I have a lot of gay friends and, and I don't understand homophobia because just like me, they're also bad people. Um Okay, you guys didn't like that, that's fine. What else? I uh I've recently been doing some dating though, and I was doing some online dating. I met this one girl online, I was like, How you doing? She goes, you know, the pandemic has been really terrible for me because I have cystic fibrosis. I like, wow. I thought you were gonna say not bad. How about you? Because I don't know what cystic fibrosis is. That just sounds like a Harry Potter spell to me. I was like, and I have Dementors at my house during the pandemic. Cystic... Right, I'm not going to do the spell. That would not be good. Um, yeah. I uh, I didn't know what to respond, though, so I looked it up, what cystic fibrosis was, and I was like, did you know that uh, 98% of people that take Dornase for CF report no newer worsening side effects within the first 30 days? For more information, call 612-805-8554. He's like, you could have just given me your number. You didn't have to tell me about the medication. you yeah. didn't even call it. I was like, do you not want to help yourself? That medication could really, really do you wonders, I think. I, uh, I really like reading, and I was reading the other day that uh, Nancy Reagan was apparently known back in the day for just giving every producer in Hollywood a blowjob. Yeah, that wasn't even the punchline, but it is a funny idea. Yeah. She was actually the inspiration for the Me Too movement, because they went back in time and interviewed all those producers, and every single one was like, yeah, Me Too. I know I was a little fucked up, but Nancy Reagan is, like, a horribly racist woman who's responsible for the destruction of marginalized communities all throughout the country. Uh, And she was a hypocrite, because her whole motto was, like, just say no. I don't even think she said just the tip, like... (laughs) All right, I've been Jack Weiler. Keep it going for Lauren, everybody. Yay,
0: Jack Weiler. Yay. Knocking on Nancy Reagan. Yay. Okay, your next comedian runs an open mic every Monday at Blarney Stone. Very funny lady. Give her a warm welcome for Cat Pignati. Woo.
13: Got a little bit of a crowd here. So I don't know if you guys can tell from the audience, but I am short and I have very big boobs. So will you stand up for me for just one second? So I want you to put your arm out in front of you like this, right? Just one, just fine. So you know, you have from your shoulder to your hand full length of use. I have big boobs. So I only get from barely my elbow to my hand. I'm like a modern T-Rex with boobs. Like, my boobs are so big, I can't reach the bottom of my washing machine to get that last sock unless I want to break a rib. So I have a stick. You know, you push the stick up against it, you pull it up the side, and you grab it. And I was telling the story to someone one day, and he goes, why don't you just buy one of those grabber things? And I was like, I have like four of them in my house. But I'm like, my mom used a stick, my grandmother used a stick. Like, I don't know, it's just tradition uh speaking of large boobs so (laughs) i must do some weird stuff today so uh, i know you guys remember during the fires a few years ago when we were all asked to wear masks for air quality before the pandemic there was this thing going around the internet that was like if you don't have a mask for the ladies you can just use an old bra and put that over your face so i thought let's just see what's going to happen and i took one of my bras and i put it over my face it went from my forehead to my chin, it covered my entire face. And I'm like, there's no way my boobs are the size of my head. Like, I only see them from the top, so I don't realize how big they are sometimes. And I thought to myself, the only way I can wear one of my bras as a mask is if I cut out eye holes and then go rob a bank or something. Um, and I don't know if you guys can see this cute little stupid thing out here. I got this from, I used to have a, I used to, I used to, my office used to be across the street from a Claire's and I started getting a little bit obsessed and I'm 38. You know how weird it is to walk into Claire's at like 35 years old and spend 60 bucks on colorful weird bullshit. It's really not a cool thing. This is like an old diary, and it came with a pen. It's my joke book. It was my very first joke book, and I just found it, and I was like, I gotta bring that out. Um, hi, in the back. So, well, I'll, I'll do this one for you guys. Anyone here uh, ever had uh, experience FaceTime ball sack? on FaceTime you a ball sack? I did this joke at a gay bar, and half the audience was like, yeah, like four times today, and I was like, oh, I forgot where I was. Uh, So truth be told, it was not a ball sack. My mom does not know how technology works, and she meant to just call me, but she hit FaceTime by accident, and just the way the phone was pressed up against her neck, it looked like a ball sack. But I see my mother's name on the screen, and what looks like a ball sack so I am thinking, what the fuck are my parents doing right now? And why are they calling me? Like, I have never been happier for something not to be a ball sack. Let's be honest. I'm often happy for something not to be a ball sack. But when you think it's your dad's ball sack, you're like, thank God it's not a ball sack. Uh, let's see if I can do this one in a minute. Do uh, have any f- dog fans in the audience? Fans of dogs? Okay. This will be great. Uh, so uh, I have you guys ever been to a dog birthday party? No? No? Okay, so I have a couple of friends who are like, oh my God, your dog's birthday is almost the same day as my dog's birthday. Can we throw a joint dog birthday party? So I have been to a joint dog birthday party. These guys took the time and the money to rent out a room at a dog-friendly bar, and I kid you not, the dog patch. Cannot make this shit up. And we got there late, because again, it's a dog birthday party. I'm just glad they had beer. There's a huge cake on the table, and my man loves cake proceeds to cut himself a huge piece of cake, gets fork in cake before anyone goes, no, 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 that's made out of dog food. The cupcakes in the corner are for the people. Here's my first thought. That thing was so gorgeous that even once I found out it was made out of dog food, I still wanted to try it, okay? Okay. But what made me upset about this party is that there were like 60 dogs there. 60 dogs at this dog's birthday party. I couldn't get seven of my friends to have dinner with me last year for my birthday, and this dog has 60 dog friends, all right, I'll leave you with that. That's been my time. Give it up for your yay! host, Lauren Crowe.
0: Cat Crowd. yay! All right, giving up for dog parks and dog parties. How come they don't have that for cats? They should have cat parties. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah, cat parties. All right. Yeah, joint one. Smoking cat cats, smoking weed. Um, is Diraj here? Well. It, Okay, we'll skip him and then Paul is Paul Robertson here. Yay, give it up for Paul Robertson.
14: Okay. Let's get the g- let's, let's do it. Yeah, okay, I got here in time then. Hey Laura. How are you? Uh, yeah, okay. Let's do some some meta comedy for the comics. Yeah. Meta comedy. I think all Asians are gay. Yeah, I can say that, though, because I know that joke structure. Spencer knows. That's all I care about. The I can say that, though, joke structure. Let's not use that one anymore. It's no pun may, and that one's out, too. Okay. Uh, I don't think that if you're not Asian, you should be allowed to pick Asians out of an all-Asian lineup, police lineup, Yeah. That seems fair, right, you know? How about, uh, like, well, you can, but at least give a guy a test, you know? We're talking jail time. It's important. Say, sir, have you ever called a stranger Jackie Chan before? Yes? Ah, we can't let you go to anything in court. The whole thing is, you know, they got the lines, but like especially picking Asians out of the lineup from that distance. Got those lines for the height and all the Asians lined up. Asian, 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 Asians, all the slanty eyes they got, you know? Looks like that handwriting paper to teach first graders there. Okay, Angel liked that one. I can see it on her face. She liked it very much. She's part of the handwriting tapestry. Got it. Okay. No, she didn't like it. She's a politically correct person. And she's not. She loves Hitler. I know. Okay, got it. It's the exact opposite of that, I was assuming. See, break the assumptions. Meta-comedy. Okay. What's the other thing about that? Oh, yeah, you got to give people a test, you know, like a DMV to see if they can, you know, pass the the, the seeing things test. Like, okay, at least ask them, can you identify the different members of BTS? Oh, you don't know who BTS is? Okay, yeah, no, we're not going to let you (laughs) try to identify this lineup here. Uh, No. Yeah, the last guy, uh, uh, he asked us if we'd brought in identical quintuplets as he uh, said he was placing it all on Yellow Guy 5. Yeah, just the whole thing's Asian roulette. You got to be careful who you let identify these suspects out there because, you know, people do think all Asians look the same sometimes. Isn't that right, Cat? Yeah. That's all right, I was downtown and this guy, a big guy yelled at me, got in my face, said all Asians look the same. I was so mad, I punched him in the face and I ran away. Uh, I'm not worried. He of all people, he's not going to find. No way. Hiding a pack of Asians like a zebra. Defensive maneuver. What else is fun? Um, I think Priuses suck. Huh? Driving behind a Prius is kind of like holding a baby that just took a shit. It sucks. <laughs> just want to get it as far away from you as possible. I'm glad that Teslas exist. Just so that Prius people can stop being eco-workers and going back to being brokey's. You're not. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just making these up as I go. Lauren, you don't drive a Prius, do you? You, I would allow it. Everybody else, Ugh, free Tibet sticker on a Prius. Get out of here. You don't see a lot of free Tibet stickers on Lamborghinis, do you? No, I was just, just wondering. All right, that'd be about my time. Take care.
0: Hey, Paul Robertson. Yay, Poe Robertson, everybody. Okay, your next comedian coming to the stage. Please give it up for Angel Jin.
15: Hi. Um, Very politically correct. Um, I have a new crush. Um, I was stalking him uh, and accidentally subscribed to him on YouTube. Um, And he's not exactly a YouTuber. like, that's got to be the worst of the social media platforms, right? Because, um, you know, LinkedIn, it's like, oh, I wanted to connect professionally. Um, Facebook it's like, I wanted to stalk your ex. Um, and YouTube is like, I watched videos view playing piano as a child for hours. Um, awesome. Uh, that was his response as well. Um I love being a comic, you know, you do all kinds of cool shows, like last month I did a variety show where they had a stripper go on before me, Um, so this woman was literally going through the audience giving lap dances, um, and then they brought me on, and the host forgot my last name, so Angel just sounded like my stripper name, Um, (laughs) boy, were they disappointed, okay, (laughs) they are like, why is that one wearing clothes and giving a TED talk, I told my friend I've been a little emotional lately, um, mostly anger. Um, (laughs) Like, I just kind of want to tell everyone to fuck off, um, except I can't because everyone's been so nice to me. Um, She said, have you thought of a way to let it out? I was like, yeah, maybe like screaming off a cliff, but I don't really know any good ones. Um, So I posted on my Instagram asking for Rex. Except for, I got, forgot to say that it was to scream off of. Um, so the story just says, does anyone know where I can find a cliff? Um, <laughs> my friend responded, I don't know any cliffs, but I got a body bag. Uh, never mind, we'll work on the ending. Um, I do a little acting on the side. Um, I play a couple types. I'm really good at the uh, traumatized immigrant mother. Um, which seems like a stretch, but it's not, because I'm just playing my mom. And I've had, you know, almost 30 years to observe that. I'm actually kind of nervous when I have kids. I won't know how to play an untraumatized mom. Um, I uh, You know how therapists tell you to communicate? Um, well, growing up, my parents did the exact opposite. Um, you know, everything was a direct uh, personal attack on your action, um, self-worth, th- things like that. Um, I have a teenage brother, he's learning to drive, and he called me the other day because he got into a fight with my dad. And the reason was, they were driving, and my dad said, take this right. And my brother said, uh, "It's a l- the GPS looks a little complicated. Um, I don't think I can make it. And what my dad meant to say was, you can do it, it's easy. And what he actually said was, even idiots can follow a GPS. <laughs> um, thank you. Um, my friend... Uh, I do a lot of karaoke uh, with a friend, um, and he really likes to sing sappy ballads. Um, Nothing wrong with that, Um, but uh, there's a song he sings called Saturday Nights by Khalid. You guys know that? Um, He's singing about being in love with a stripper. They always are about strippers. Anyway, um, there's a line that says, and all the things that I know that your parents don't, they don't care like I do, nowhere like I do. I heard this, and I was like, Man, Khalid's never dated an Asian woman before, (laughs) you know? Like, can you imagine someone saying that to my dad? My dad would be like, have you driven her to fencing practice six days a week for ten years? You know, just wild. All right, sorry, last one, Lauren. Um, I was trying to figure out why I date assholes. um, And I think it's because there's an inverse correlation between, like, how good a guy is and knowing how to compliment a woman's appearance. Um, Like, the more respectable a man is, the worse he is at complimenting her. I don't know if you've ever been catcalled by a homeless man, um, but it is the most flattering experience, you know? It's like poetry. They just notice things about your face and body that no one else has ever noticed, you know? Um, And I don't know if any of you have gone on dates with software engineers. Um, Different experience, you know? Um, I was taking a picture of my food, and this guy said, uh, do you want me to take a photo of you also? You look kind of cute right now. And I liked that he had to add a temporal component to that. Like, not even, like, you look cute, but, like, right now. Not even today. And also, I'm almost 30, okay? Calling me cute is a fucking insult. I've worked so hard my whole life. How dare he call me cute? Like, give me a big boy word. All right, thank you guys very much. Thank you, Lauren.
0: Angel Jin, everybody. Too cute for words. Your next comedian, very funny. Please give it up for t Tonshu Shah.
16: Yeah, following GPS is tough. Especially when you are walking. Like I have to walk a block before I realize that I'm in the wrong direction. And that's how I usually find my direction. Just start walking and then the arrow flips around. Yeah, I, I grew up in India. If that wasn't evident by my voice. (laughs) Yeah, uh, but growing up in India, they always taught me about karma. Like you do good and good things happen to you. Uh, and And I truly believe in that because when I moved here, I realized that all those 2 billion people in India. They must have done some bad shit in their life. Yeah. You don't go to India with good karma, <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's tough. It's tough in India. Like there's so much pollution there. You just pull down your window to in a car to get some air, and you end up having a black face. <laughs> you want to laugh at that joke? You can laugh at that. Joke. Don't be scared. It's mostly just comics now. We are all bad people. Yeah. And th- and then we, I have a bunch of white friends who are always crying about going to India to find themselves and find culture, and they want me to be a, be their tour guide. I don't want to do it, like, but I end up breaking my rule for s- some of the close friends who have bronchitis. <laughs> 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 yeah, I just want them to shut up, and they won't over here with fresh air, clean air, and all of the rights people have. (laughs) Yeah, it's tough. It's tough in India. Like uh, even uh, homosexuality is still looked down upon in India. Like my friend, he, he's a doctor. He has done anything an Indian parent might want of their child, but he recently came out as gay. And then their parents were like, Can't you just do stand up like Deep? <laughs> yeah. They were like, You can even become a magician if you want. Just don't start pulling out dicks out of your mouth. Yeah, but fortunately, my, my family is not like that. We are very progressive. I'm glad about that. Like, my sister's gay, my brother's a lesbian. I am gender fluid. So on Diwali, we end up having awesome threesomes. I guess you can say we are from the south (laughs) of India. That doesn't make sense. Uh, Yeah, but no, I was kidding. Like we, we, I'm like, we are Indian, so we don't do anything without our parents. So every Diwali, it's not a threesome, it's a fivesome. I like that every reaction coming out from you was like, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Last one before before I leave. Uh, uh, My my, my family is really traditional. I was just saying that we are progressive. We are not. Uh, And my (laughs) and my dad is just looking for a bride for uh, to set me up with a arranged marriage and he has sent me like at least 30 40 pictures of girls who he thinks is w- would be nice for me and in that process i have gotten to realize what is my dad's type yeah he likes a lot of tall uh short-haired flat-chested women i didn't i never knew that he was into like tall lesbians oh <laughs> or if he is just into me. Yeah, I think that's why, like, I have seen a uh, many pictures of my father's son trips that I took with my dad. But I don't remember any of them. That was too far for you guys. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks. That's my time. Give it up for Lauren.
0: Yay. Give it up for deep. Yay. Okay, your next comedian. Is he here? Give it up for the very funny Sean Durham. Hello.
17: Hello, hello. Are there you 3 comics or are you just here? Just watching? Okay. Cool. I'm going to be reading off my notes because this is going to go bad if I don't. It's probably going to go bad either way. Let's do it my family um moved around a lot like i have a uncle from the philippines and my dad is from mexico it's true that was rude um yeah my grandpa wasn't in the military or anything he's just bad with directions you know, typical man move your entire family to a new country because you won't stop for help I used to teach middle school math. I'm laughing at the true parts. Okay, fuck you. Um, I did teach middle school math, and it was uh, primarily to lower-income Latino kids. And I always, like, had this feeling like I wanted to be this teacher that kept it real with them. So... The first day of school every year, I would give them this speech where I'd say, like, look to the kid on your left, and now look to the kid on your right. Thank you. In ten years, only one of you will still be able to process dairy. So invest in Lactate. And may God have mercy on your bowels. Okay. I like that one, so I'm glad that you guys did too. This last one, the wording's all over the place, so... The last new one, I'll, I'll do more if I still have more time. Um, I eat a lot. T- too much, you might say. I, 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 just, I know I eat a lot because when I order to go from restaurants... They include enough utensils for a small family. And it's like, no, 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 baby. This is for one sad, empty man. But it's also the same reason why I only date little women with no appetites. Because I act like that is me buying them a meal, but I'm really, that's my meal. I'm just plotting how I'm gonna eat that in the dead of the night. So no one else has to watch me spiral out of control. with a cold burrito. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening to these new ones i'm gonna do uh one old one that's a little more graphic and then i'll get out of here um i i i realized that i i kind of wish i never uh, experimented with my sexuality and, th- and that might sound weird but i just feel like things were so much simpler before because like sex was sort of l- like public school you I just show up, give minimal effort. And all I really have to keep track of is when the next period starts. Now, though, I, I can't even learn math without a finger in my ass. All right. You guys have been great. Thank you so much.
0: Sean Durham, everybody. Make it with the new jokes. like the new jokes. All right, keep your hands clapping for the next comedian, Kathy Zhao. Hello, everyone. Uh, If you don't think I'm
18: very smart, that's because Sean was my math teacher. (laughs) You know, like during the several past years, uh, you know, a lot of people here wanted me to go back to China. But no one ever offered me a flight ticket. So I would say, if you really want me to go back to China, don't tell me, show me. You know, actually earlier this week, I was in Denver, Colorado for work. And I was walking in the downtown and suddenly there's a homeless person rushed to me and (laughs) said something I didn't understand because I don't speak Spanish. Think about that. Ninety-nine percent of the population in Denver is white. I met a Mexican homeless who also hates Asian. So rare, so rare. <laughs> what are you doing there, Paul? <laughs> so, but I'm so glad that a homeless person didn't spit on me, like most uh, white homeless people in San Francisco did on me because I didn't have my pepper spray with me in Denver. It was confiscated by the San Jose airport security guys. But talking about uh, pepper sprays, um, anyone has one now? Okay, I will give you one later if you don't have one, because I say that's the number one souvenir of San Francisco. The number two souvenir of San Francisco is the shit under your shoes. But I, I, but I also think like the best souvenir of San Francisco should be a combination of the number one and the number two. Think about that, right? So like, uh, if like I could have a startup, I'm just gonna make this new San Francisco shitty spray, right? And I will put the golden stage, uh, Golden (laughs) golden bridge mark on the outside of the spray can. So if there's any homeless people who wanna attack me, I'm gonna spray to them what they sprayed on the street. Uh, before I go, I just want to say that um, I came here <laughs> all the way from my home by driving, but I'm not the worst driver. Don't be a racist. But Do you know who are the worst drivers? <coughs> okay, kinda sounds like you. <laughs> I think the worst drivers are the guys who modified their engines to make noise. Right? Everyone agrees, right? Like, zzz! Like, hey, dude, you can't make your girlfriend loud at night so you make your car loud. Thank you so much. This is Kathy Zhao. Yay,
0: Kathy Zhao. Thank you. Your next comedian just came in, and I hope I don't mess up your name. Dirage Panini. Give it up for Diraj, everybody. Hey,
19: hey, hey hey everybody hey people in the front row having a conversation hey you're still doing it i'm not gonna stop this okay thanks (laughs) kathy That's how you gotta get people's attention sometimes comedy's a rough business um yeah man Uh, i feel like uh racists need to come up with better slurs for indian people You know, just cause like, I'll tell you why, I'll tell you why. Cause like my black friends, I see them saying the N word to each other and it seems like it brings them closer together, you know, but like Indian people don't have anything like that right now, which is why I don't have that many friends is the only possible reason why I don't have that many friends. So yeah, man, it sucks. We don't have any, an N word for us. Like our version of the N word is just the N word, but with the word sand in front of it it's just oh my god you guys are so awkward for this i'm just gonna do a different joke that was yeah man yeah you you that's that's not a great one to start out with i probably should have like eased into that but um yeah how was, how was that joke again now you guys will never know now you guys will never know there, there was there was something coming but all right <laughs> sean was just like nah there was there, there was nothing coming but um all right, so um, I do drugs. Thank you, thank you. And I do drugs for the right reasons. Uh, I do drugs because I don't like stereotypes about Indian people. And I'm always looking to fight racism, despite that, r- what you might have thought about me from that last joke. But um, yeah, my, I was visiting my parents lately And uh, my dad found my joints and he was like, Son, what is this? And I was like, That's me fighting racism, dad. What the fuck have you done for the community lately? Yeah, I know. I'm a goddamn hero. I don't even like drugs, but I just do them because I have to. I do them for the community. I'm the new Gandhi. I sacrificed so much for the Indian community. No, this, uh, yeah, this start, this has started off awkward, and it did not, like, it's not, I, I don't feel like, like we're too deep into this at this point. I don't think it's going to turn around at any point, so, yeah. This is, this is, you know, you, you ever, like, come out some days, and you're just like, damn, I probably should have stayed at home. Probably should have stayed at home and watched the Warriors game. That, that might have been a better call. Because uh, <laughs> Spencer's like, yeah, I just had that realization just now, too. <laughs> no, no, it's today. It's right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, get out of here, Spencer. Watch the game. Make good decisions. <laughs> uh, I guess he's not making good decisions. But um, yeah, dude, like uh, I'm a Warriors fan. I've always been a Warriors fan. But uh, the Warriors have been associated with some of the darkest days of my life. Um, when I was a kid, I used to love Steph Curry because I thought he was, like, my height. But then I realized, but then I learned later he's, like, 6'3". He just looks small in relation to other NBA players. He was not representing the Short Kings at all. That was my 9'11". When I learned Steph Curry was 6'3". I was, like, 4 when the real 9'11 happened, so this was much worse. But, um... Almost as bad as this fucking set, dude. I'm gonna kill myself. But uh thank you guys so much. Give it up for your host, everybody. Yay
0: Durage, yay. Thank you. Yay. Are there any other comedians that wanna go up? Anybody? No, don't leave. We got one more. You gotta go. Oh, alright. Alright. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. It's
11: People wait around for Lauren, people ca- everyone outside on the sidewalk, come in. Show some respect for your host and from FM. Thanks for sticking
0: around. Yay for me, yay. Okay, this is new. I have one good eyebrow and, yeah, you can laugh at that, and one that's struggling to keep up. And I have one good eye and one that can't read. But the good eye has the bad eyebrow And the bad eye has the good eyebrow. That's some weird eye voodoo shit right there, isn't it? I don't know. The bad eyebrow makes me look unfinished. Like God got tired or grew impatient or something and had something better to do. Said, fuck it. She's got the one. Let her buy some Maybelline and fix the rest. What's life if not a challenge? And I said to God, I accept your challenge, but I will not draw in another brow. No, I will cleverly hide my deformity behind an oversized pair of Ray-Bans. So there. And God wasn't to be outdone by this wannabe lesbian, and he took away my sight in the other eye. Go forth, sinner, and try to make it, and what is it, struggle to appear normal with your one good eye. I dare you to try to pass your driver's license test to get your driver's license renewed. No? All right, we're working on that one. Okay. How come with names, there's Thomas Wolfe and Michael J. Fox, but you never hear a word about Gordon Gorilla or Edith Tarantula? No? There's Dane Cook and Karen Carpenter and Robert Taylor and Little Bobby Baker, but what about Peter Proctologist or Johnny Pimp? And how come Margaret Pole Dancer is never in the news? She's got to be doing something right. All right. How come, these are all thoughts I have, and I'm not even smoking dope. I'm just trying to go off to sleep, and I can't come up with these things, and I have to write them down. How come the weather app has two different um, cloud, of what do you call it, symbols, or partly cloudy or mostly cloudy, right? It's still cloudy. You can't fucking see. Why do they differentiate between mostly and partly cloudy? You go out, it's still cloudy. I think what's happening is the weatherman is trying to make himself look important in case Jesus comes back. He's making all kinds of work for himself. That's what I think. All right. New stuff. When some women find out that I'm gay, they get all weird at me. One woman said, oh, you're a lesbian? Well, did I tell you my boyfriend? I have a boyfriend, my boyfriend has a penis, my boyfriend this, my boyfriend that, my boyfriend, my boyfriend, my boyfriend. Do I look like a sexual predator? Just because one is a lesbian does not mean one wants to have sex with every woman one meets. That would make me a straight man, which I am not. Okay, I may dress like one, but in some circles that's a prerequisite to being a lesbian. I don't make the rules. All right, I, that's enough. Thanks very much for sticking around. This has been Mutiny Radio. Nobody else is here. We all did. You don't. You sure you don't want to do any? No. You want to come up? Yeah. You're gonna. All right. Do good. Come back. All right. This has been Mutiny Radio. Scottos on the board. I'm Lauren Kraut, swimming for Pam Benjamin. Thanks very much, day. everybody. See you next Party week on, on Monday, no, joke that. workshop
21: Tuesday used to be the most unlikely
12: night for fun.
11: But every week at 6 p.m., come to OMG's Tuesday Open Mic. And see comics work out new material for free.
21: For free. They Get your Tuesday night party on with two-for-one well drink specials
11: during the 6 to 8 p.m. show. Check out Eventbrite to reserve your free seat every Tuesday at 6 p.m. At OMG on Savory 6th Street.
22: Savory 6th Street.
21: Show up to go up.
22: Hey, kids. It's your pal,
20: Spiderman. <laughs> Sorry, Spiderman. spider Spiderman. But I'm not swinging through the senior facility, best in Mysterio at Boggle, or getting beautifully plowed by the rhino. I'm headed down to Mutiny Radio at the corner of the 21st and Florida. They got some slum doing the laugh, laugh. But hey, don't be a schmuck and donate two to five dollars on. Hold, hold on, what is this? Let me get my glasses. The print's too small. huh? Ben Mo? That's not real.
24: Show up to go out for comics, and please, reserve your free tickets on Eventbrite so we know you're coming to laugh. There
10: is <laughs> happy, happy hour the, is when the comedy is the cheapest. Happy hour, the most
1: free two hours of hour-long comedy on the radio and internet streaming.
20: Daddy, Daddy, what are we going to do today?
24: At 2 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon.
20: Oh, over there, at the parklet in front of Atlas Cafe for Titans tons of Comedy.
24: That, that's Titans of Comedy. Apparently, they've got great sandwiches, cafe drinks, and even some of my favorite beverages, like beer, wine, and sangria. All the things I drink to forget your mother. My
20: new Uncle Blake says you smell like a brewery.
24: Reservations. Reservations on Eventbrite. Back in public schools.
1: In a tri level dual world of stand up comedy, laughter has value and the unexpected laugh is priceless. Who is that live.com comedy? Local shows on sale now. Everyone that purchases a ticket will automatically be entered into a true drawing. Who wants to focus on the genre of stand up comedy and those that <laughs> go to whoisthatlive.com for upcoming shows?
22: Ta-da Join us on a journey Wednesdays, into the absurd. Ta-da Wednesdays, ta-da Wednesdays, ta-da Wednesdays. Wednesdays, Radio Havana, 1109 ta-da Valencia, ta-da at 22nd ta-da in San ta-da Francisco. Wednesdays,
1: 30 come to omg on savory sixth street for dgif thank gods it's funny every third friday at omg check us out free shows great drink specials hilarious comics every friday san francisco gouging ya. here we go free comedy with Mu-E radio you know you love us third fridays of every month omg sixth street Come on out with your friends, Mutiny Radio, Chi GIF at OMG. Let's
0: watch a full man.
22: With Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full name, Judy. Oh, YouTube with Mike
23: Spiegelman. LWA.
21: W A F Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me on. I'm ready to watch a
22: full-length movie on YouTube
21: with you, the audience,
22: and you, Mike.
21: Uh Uh-huh. Well, you should be welcome because the show is called Let's Watch a full length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. So you are part of the show. We just heard your theme song. You have watched this movie that we're going to watch a couple times. We're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube here on Mutiny Radio where we stream first every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You're probably listening to us right now on Mutiny Radio. We have other options. You can also follow our podcast, Drops Every Sunday Night, to subscribe to our acronym, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Write down that acronym and subscribe to our YouTube channel where we sync the movie to the podcast. You're going to watch a full-length movie with the sound off, and you're going to listen to us at the same time. And you have three options. You can do it live, you can do it as a podcast, or you can follow our YouTube channel. And as always, we love it when you donate money to Mutiny Radio uh, at Venmo at Mutiny Radio. And there's a lot of great things at Radio.fm. Check it out. Of course, we follow Found Round Sound with Scotto, as always. And we love Scotto and uh, love everything he does. So, donate (laughs) to the station. Carl, I'm excited to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. What is the movie this week? We are going to watch... Francis
22: joins the WACS, 1954. I'm sorry, audience. I'm sorry. It is Francis joins the WACS. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. Francis is Fran. We all uh, know that. CIS. Uh, I am CIS. Born a male. And then joins the WACS, the Women's Auxiliary Corps, 1954. Francis joins the WACS, 1954. Fran, CIS.
21: Okay, so move over, uh, Abbott and Costello and uh, Laurel and Hardy. Yeah, you have had fun with your military movies. Now there's a new gang in town, Donald O'Connor and his talking mule Francis, as – wait a minute. They join a women's auxiliary corps? Yeah, the
22: women's auxiliary corps. It all happens by a mistake, and it is – oh, the rip hilarity of a fish out of water. Oh, I bet. It's funny you said Abbott and Costello because this director directed several Abbott and Costellas, but I'll save it for after. Save it for there. Well,
21: I love the Abbott and Costellas. Is it Charles Lawton before we start?
22: It is Arthur Lubin is our director.
21: Great. Well, I'm very excited. So here's what we want you to do. We want you to go find YouTube. We want you to type in a search engine. Francis joins the WACS, W-A-C-S, 1955? Oh. 1954 channel, we like Make Them Laugh, the official Donald laugh. O'Connell fan page. And there's, I would recommend subscribing to it. A lot of great Donald O'Connor movies. As you know, he's done five of these movies. Yeah. Yeah. And he's done a lot of things. He's the guy from Singing in the Rain. So we're very excited that there's a fan who posted this. So click that link, hit pause, move your timer to zero, zero, zero. We have a special treat coming up. you some time to get ready we have a special comedian who's going to do our celebrity comedian countdown with carl i haven't heard this but i know it's probably the best we ever have so carl (laughs) take it away
22: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to celebrity comedian countdown this time with mike
23: in 1962,
18: and we'd like to do it for you. We'd like to make this one of our big records. And the pleasure of bringing this back in 1962,
23: and we'd like to do it for you. Bless for all the requests we have for this tune. It's, it's called Soul Serenade. Serenade.